Good morning, good evening, and good day. You're listening to Drama Buds, an anima podcast. So hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of Drama Buds. So I know that I am a K-drama podcast, but as you know... <laughs> Many things can be dramatic, even if they're not necessarily Korean dramas. I've done an episode on Korean dating shows. What makes you think I can't do an episode on K-pop idol survival shows? And that's what we're doing today. We're doing a Boys Planet episode, guys. A little background on me, on my whole history with, with the Mnet survival show world. So it all began in 2017 in like the pits of my mental health. Like a girly was doing the worst. Baby girl was really going through it. And my coping mechanism for that time in my life was Produce 101 Season 2 because of the love of my life, Kim Jong-un of New East. And really like, I'm telling you, when I say I love this man, like, I love this man, okay? He's not even like the most talented. He's not the most attractive. He's not the best performer, best singer, best dancer. He's not even the funniest. Like, everything that usually is my type. But you know what he is? He's my savior, okay? <laughs> I really love this guy, okay? This is, not, this is not a joke. But of course, as you know, he did not make it into 101. And so that led to the great rise of New East until their eventual disbandment last year. But we don't talk about that because I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad, guys. Anyway, that's my whole history with the Mnet survival show world. And after that, I said, no more. Never again. Uh, and then they got exposed for rigging. <laughs> Yeah, there was rigging in Season 2, there was rigging in Produce 48, and there was rigging in Produce X101. And so, the Produce series kind of died, but now they rebranded, and last year they tried again with Girls Planet 999. And this year, they're continuing that series, although Kepler is not doing so hot, honestly. But yeah, they're trying again, and... We have Boys Planet. And honestly, I'm hate-watching this. Like, if this were a first impressions episode in a K-drama, I'd say, guys, I'm dropping the show. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I'm not dropping the show, technically. So Boys Planet is the revamped Girls Planet 999. So instead of Korean, Japanese, and Chinese trainees, so that's 999, uh, they're just splitting it into Korean group and the global group. And it's trash, guys. It's trash. It's trash. There's so much I can say about it, but I'm telling you, it's trash and I hate it. But I will keep watching, at the very least, just the performances and skip through all the manipulative drama that Emnet is trying to feed us. Because they can't rig the numbers anymore. They can't rig the votes anymore. So instead, they're gonna manipulate the viewers by giving really intense evil edits, really intense leader edits or angel edits. They can't fake the numbers anymore. So they're at least gonna try to you know, push you mentally to think this way and to put this person in the group. And I am, I do not like to be manipulated. I will not fall for your tricks, Mnet. And so, disclaimer, disclaimer. Before anyone says I'm a hater, that I just hate these trainees, I hate these boys, guys, always remember, I don't hate these boys. 
The enemy, not these boys. The enemy, not even each other. Not even all the toxicity you stand Twitter and whatever. No, 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 no. The real enemy is Mnet, guys. And so, even if I say, oh yeah, this trainee is getting this kind of edit. Or they're just giving this trainee this kind of storyline because they want to get him into the group somehow. Even if I say that, that's not hate towards the trainee. That's hate towards Mnet and how I see them manipulating me, Okay. Mm, I can see exactly what you're doing, Mnet, and I'm not gonna fall for it. I'm gonna point it out, because I'm not gonna fall for it. I've watched enough K-dramas to know exactly how writers are manipulating people's feelings. You can't get me. with you know typical uh, survival show fashion we always start with some kind of showcase of each trainee or each company's group or like their their skills the talents of the trainees there and okay guys always remember always remember this whole first stage the star level test these trainees did not choose their songs okay i think someone from girls planet confirmed it in a live stream that Mnet chose the song for them. And so they just, you know, they just had to practice whatever was given for them, even if it's so far out of their range, even if they've only been dancing for six months and they were told to perform, I don't know, a 17 song or a shiny song, okay? They did not choose to do this to themselves. Especially for those who chose EXO songs or 17 songs are tough. Taemin solo songs are tough. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would two people decide to perform Criminal by Taemin? That's torture so always remember guys yeah a lot of them are not talented honest to god a lot of them are not talented but they didn't they would have chosen something easier or more suited for their skill level if they had that choice okay so (laughs) you know me you know me i like to list things down as i watch so as i watch when i like a trainee or i like the performance i do list all the names down and i also separate the ones who i think i'm gonna vote for or not you know me i'm very type a about this so even in here i list down everyone i vote for so some of the ones that really stood out for me some performances uh the tiger inside performance by some of the chinese trainees the global trainees one of them really stood out to me and i'm so sorry if i'm not pronouncing this properly, but Chen Guanrui. Chen Guanrui. He is the one who was a ballerino, I think, or some sort of like traditional dance style. And okay, here's my gripe about fourth gen K pop in general, but specifically for boy groups. Sure, let's specify boy groups. There's like a new standard for dance, right? The they have really complicated choreos. It's really difficult. And like the standards in general for dancing are super, super, super high. Which is, that's fine. It, it, it reflects a change in the trends, whatever. But because of that, because the standards are so high, I'm less impressed by good dancers nowadays. Like, okay, you're a good dancer. And so is, you know, 60-70% of the active idols nowadays. Yeah, your choreo is tough. Well... Yeah, it's tough. Good for you. It's great that you're able to do that well. But 
a lot of other groups also have very, very tough choreos. It's it's hard to stand out. That's what I'm saying, essentially. Even if you're really good, like you gotta be really exceptional or different for you to, to stand out. At least for me. Because yeah, I'm not so much of a dancer. I don't appreciate dance as much as I appreciate vocals as someone who can sing. But this guy, ah, Chen Guanwei. Yeah, I told you he has a ballet or traditional dance background. I'm sorry for that. But like, you can see the way that he moves. His body is different. I don't know how to describe it. Just like the extension of his arms and legs. Because he's so like, he's so long-limbed, right? But but like, every movement is so precise. If you don't remember, he's the one with a stick. And he's just, he is mesmerizing to watch for me personally. Okay, other people that stood out. Jay and Camden, the ones who performed Rush R. First of all, Jay, Jay's half Pinoy. <laughs> atin yan, atin yan. You know, you can hear it. It's the vocals. He's Pinoy. <laughs> uh, he sings pop. Who he said this in a future episode. But like, he sings pop. He's not singing K-pop. His style is just so different. And it sounds so good. And I was worried about him. I was worried that like, hmm, maybe this song just really fit his talents perfectly. But you know, in the re-evaluation of the signal song when he performed the signal song he yeah he learned the dance eventually and then he did well he maintained his all-star rank and then in the first mission when he performed love me right like i got nothing to say about that voice got nothing to say about that voice the the guy can sing the guy can perform what can i say other people that stood out or other performances that stood out there's this guy Ji Ho, who performed Mm, by Kai. I don't think he was even aired. So I had to watch... I watched all of the performances on YouTube, by the way. That's how I know everyone. At, at least a little bit. But yeah, like, he's a soloist. He was a good rapper. I think I would I would keep him as a rapper because he's so good. Here I am trying to highlight people <laughs> that I think did not get enough spotlight. Actually, my real bias, I guess, or the one... My one pick as of now is Kong. Kong is a Vietnamese trainee. He performed Chinese View. They performed that. And like, I don't know. He just stood out to me. Their energy was so good. I can't believe they only gave him a one-star rating. For what? For what? Some of the, you know, people who got two stars and three stars were worse than him. Kong jumped up in the in the signal song evaluation. He jumped up from one star to three star. And they were like, hmm. Why did we only give you one star? Yeah, you shouldn't have given him one star. He's an all-star to me. And then Kong also, I'm sorry to spoil you, but he totally carried the Ajunai's global group. So Kong is my boy. If he gets eliminated, I truly am not. I don't even care about the show anymore. I don't care. Kong is my one pick. After this, I don't know who my one pick is going to be. I don't know. Maybe Hui out of loyalty, I guess. But also, like it's Kong. Kong is my one pick. Uh, Wang Jihao performed Veil by Lei. And actually, I think he is the, a trainee in Lei's company in China. Lei is the member of EXO. And yeah, he, he's a good soloist also. He's really great. Uh, and then obviously the ones that, yeah, of course, Mnet wants them in or Mnet has something they want from them. Song Hanbin. I mean, yeah, you've, I'm sure you've seen him around. I sound a little bit negative towards him. And uh, I feel like that's unfair. But also, he is Mnet's favorite. He's Mnet's pick. You know what I mean? It's like when you know that Mnet wants someone in their group, you can feel it because they are angel editing the hell out of him. And, you know, he's talented. He's handsome. You know, he's the perfect idol 
he's a perfect idol actually. He he's he's a great main dancer, passable lead vocal. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. But like I just don't like it when Mnet likes someone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like falling for Mnet's tricks. But he's he's okay. And then they also gave him kind of a bromance backstory with Sok Matthew, who is a global trainee. And Matthew is pretty good also. For me, he's one of the guys that I, I vote regularly more than Hanbin, honestly. Because like, you know, Hanbin's gonna be fine. Mnet has his back. <laughs> They're gonna keep editing him and giving him good screen time. So, you know, he's gonna be fine. But Sok Matthew, I have a feeling they're gonna give them the storyline of like, oh, they should have debuted together. We should have protected their best friendship. But then Hanbin's gonna get in and Matthew won't. That is my fear. And so I, I want Matthew to get in. Keita, who performed Zero for Conduct. Okay, so Keita is a member of Cypher. He participated in YG's Treasure Box. So he could have been a member of Treasure. I watched uh, one of his performances from Treasure Box. I'm like, oh, Keita's good. He's a YG trainee, you know? He's a really good rapper. He really is. He's a good dancer. And I watched some videos of him singing. Like, yeah, he's also lead vocal material. So Keita is also one of my picks. And of course, we have Lee Huerte, also known as Hui of Pentagon. And like seeing him makes me want to throw up. I want to throw up every time I see Hui because I'm so mad. Like I'm so mad that this guy who produced Never, which was a concept song in Produce 101 Season 2, he produced Energetic, the debut song of 101. He produced Essentially, all of Pentagon's songs, which, you know, by the way, Daisy should have blown up. Daisy should have been another song that blew up because that song is utterly gorgeous. Anyway, Hui is I, I, a musical genius to me. And also just a great main vocalist, someone who knows his voice and really uses it well. And he rearranged the performance of Shutdown, of Blackpink's Shutdown, that he performed on the Star Level Test. You know, he got an all-star for it, which is great. He deserved that. But <laughs> in the Signal Song test, when he performed Here I Am or whatever that their song is, <laughs> they bumped him down to level three because like, they expected that he would dance, you know, just at that level. Like, he's not the best dancer. He's a solid third-gen dancer. Okay, he's fine. He's fine, guys. He can keep up. It doesn't matter. He sang worse than expected, which was sad. But, Hui, I cannot believe they're doing this to you. This really makes me mad. And Mnet keeps using him for drama. Like, it's so annoying that they keep trying to paint him as, like, people have such high expectations for him, but he's here, and then he's actually not doing as well as you thought he would. So maybe he failed because he's been incompetent all this time. They're trying to give him that edit, and then he just keeps showing up and absolutely killing it later in the mission first mission I'll, I'll talk about that but like hooey man cannot give a bad performance he's gonna give a good performance just give him the time like if he has an audience in front of him he's gonna perform i i'm just mad seeing him here yeah for the most part those are the ones that really stood out for me jang hao the number one trainee of the global group so in the korean group hanbin was the number one trainee right but then in the global group it was jang hao he kind of didn't stand out to me. Like, I was kind of doubtful about him. Like, why is everyone on this guy's, you know? Like, why is everyone so into this guy? He's kind of average. Because I think he kind of messed up the high note of Kick It. 
and the Korean trainees from the same company. Uh, they also performed Kick It because, of course, Mnet wants to push this K versus G rivalry agenda. Okay, whatever. The Korean trainees also performed Kick It, and the high note of Yoo Sung On, I think, was a lot better. So I think that's why I was not as impressed with Zhang Hao. But now I'm fully on board the Zhang Hao train. I like him a lot. More on that later in the first mission. Now we move on to the K versus G battle. You know how Mnet doesn't rig the votes anymore? They don't do that, right? They don't. But instead, they're gonna devise a way to make it uh, a lot more advantageous for some trainees and disadvantageous for others. So the K versus G battle, essentially, they're split into K versus G and then one group from each performs the same song. So here's the setup. In the K versus G song battle, whoever wins that one, whoever gets more audience votes per trainee, because they're only voting for one trainee, you know, after watching both performances. And then whoever wins that in general, each of the members gets 100,000. And then whoever wins overall, like all the K groups and all the G groups, whoever wins that, all of those trainees get 10,000 points. And so... Okay, seems fair. Except in basically every song battle, except for Kill This Love, the K group won. So obviously, they're gonna win the overall uh, group battle as well. So most trainees, except for the K group Kill This Love team, they all got 110,000 points. Which is huge, at least. Especially for trainees who are getting barely anything. You can feel that Mnet doesn't want the J group members to win which is like okay not not to get into this but let's get into this ever since produce 48 and then girls plant 999 and then boys plant here like you can feel that mnet wants more korean trainees like look at produce 48 there were 12 members in eyes one and if i'm right only three or four of them were japanese you'd expect right maybe like an even split six six and then for girls planet 999 and forming kepler you'd think okay maybe you know three 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 of like korean japanese chinese that's ambitious maybe um four three two right of like korean japanese and it's like that makes sense but really five two one really and shouting barely made it like shouting the actual center of the group you know I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. But it's not rigged, isn't it? But they do sometimes get shady. Like, they release interim results, uh, like, a day before final voting closes to make people panic vote for their faves. Whatever. That's a faraway problem that I know will become a problem. So, <laughs> we go into the K versus G battle. And I'm just gonna name some of the ones that are good, I think. Obviously... Kong, my boy, carried Ajunais. He carried Ajunais G group. They sucked. The Ajunais battles were atrocious. Who set them up? Why'd you set them up to sing Ajunais by 17? Like, genuinely painful. The only ones that really carried and survived 
Kong, Kong in the J group, as I mentioned, he's my one pick. Like, really, guys, if he doesn't make it, I'm not even tuning into the show anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the performances, but I don't care because I really, Kong is my boy. I, I think he can survive, you know, if he made it to the final group, but I don't think Emnet's gonna help him out on that end. The K group one, obviously, Yu Song On, as I mentioned, he did the high note in Kick It for the K group. He did pretty well. And he also did great in the Ajunai's high note. But then he attacked it with more of like, you know, a straight like chest voice belt. And Kong did more of a falsetto, you know, head voice approach, which was closer to how Sung Kwan does it in the original version of Ajunai's. I think Kong still sounded pretty good. Kong's the only one who survived. <laughs> Kong's the only one who deserves to survive from that group. Everyone kind of sucked. I'm so sorry. And then we move to the Kill This Love performances. Okay, G Group won. They're the only G Group that won. And they deserve to win. Hell yeah. So this group has Zhang Hao, as I mentioned, number one of G Group. Wang Zhihao, who I said I really like. Sok Matthew, who I said I really like. Chen Guanlui, who I said I really liked, and Keita, who I also really liked. And also this other guy, Min. He did not stand out at all, so I'm sorry for him, but yeah, everyone else. This is actually my favorite group. This is a debut group for me. We can stop here. We can stop this entire competition here. I just want them. They did great, and they were paired against. Okay, here we go. Park Gunwook, who was in the K group of Kill This Love. Okay, now Gunwook. Ah, okay, how do I say this? Mnet is giving him a storyline. Like, a full storyline. And I'm telling you exactly what this storyline is. Listen to me. He started out like he came in super, you know, imposing and aggressive-ish and arrogant, I guess. Like, calling himself an all-rounder. And then it, his group didn't get four stars we're like okay yeah maybe we still have some room to improve guys and then they withheld his signal song evaluation results instead of like re-ranking him because he was a three star right and then they held it off until the very end until they said okay yeah you're an all-star hmm, i wonder why he's the only one who you know whose results were held back till the end who knows? Who knows? Okay. And then in the choosing your teammates for this K versus G battle, he, you know, whispered to this other guy. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. But yeah, he whispered to this other guy who was going to pick the group members. Like, pick these guys and let's perform Kill This Love. And, you know, he was the one who kind of puppet mastered the whole thing even who gets which parts like he already had this plan of like how we're gonna do this performance and he was the one who led the choreography and everything and then they just got i'm sorry they just got face planted by by how good the g group was because they were really like to me that's a complete performance and for me gon walks his his strength i think is dancing and his dancing is the exact type of dancing that i'm not impressed by anymore like just dancing really hard i'm i'm just not impressed by him yeah that's one thing let's look at the edit that emnet is giving him yeah so his story is like trying to be a leader and thinking really highly of himself and then getting humbled by failure after failure and then after this i i bet Okay, after this, when they do the position battles, he's gonna join a dance group, and then he's gonna become a hesitant leader. But then he's gonna manage to pull through and help his team get through this performance and do really well. And then he'll have renewed confidence in himself. Because, you know, after all the failures I have faced as a leader, maybe I really do have what it takes. And then smooth sailing from then on. If I'm right, if I'm right about this story, 
You heard it here first. Because I'm pretty sure that's the exact story they gave Dion last season in Girls Planet 999. Where she started out at the top, and then she kind of went down, and then she got a leadership opportunity. And then, yeah. If I'm right, you heard it here first. <laughs> okay? I'm just saying, Mnet. You know? I can see right through you. I can see right through you. Anyway... I don't hate that kid. He's not, once again, not my taste. <laughs> not my taste. I'm not particularly impressed by him. And I think, like, so what if you can dance hard? Everyone can dance really hard, you know? Other people, yeah. He does not fill a niche for me that, that I need in my debut lineup. So that's just my opinion. But I don't hate him. I don't hate him. You're not hearing that from here. I just don't like that Mnet is giving him a story. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, other people that stood out. Yeah, Jay and Haruto and Love Me Right. But yeah, Jay, I mean... That vocal battle, him versus Hui in the K group, my god. It, it, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say about that. When someone can sing, someone can perform, someone can sing. They can perform. Got nothing to say about that. Who else? Who else? Uh, Yun Jong-woo in Backdoor K group. Actually, the major benefit of this challenge is that one group gets to perform on M Countdown. And so, yeah, Backdoor by Stray Kids K group. They're the ones who got that benefit. Good for them, honestly. Yeah, it was a solid performance. Jong-woo was the center of that. And he really stood out. Han Yujin was in that group. You know, at first he was kind of pushed as like, oh, I'm uh, you know, I only started dancing last year, but I'm so excellent. And then he kind of face planted in the signal song test because, you know, he couldn't really sing that well. And just yeah, the pressure, the pressure, because he's very young. At first I was not convinced by him. I thought like, okay, whatever, young prodigy <laughs> edit. I don't care about it. Not that impressive. But mm, he's growing on me. He's growing on me. That's all I'm gonna say. He kind of reminds me of Lai Guan Lin or, or maybe Bae Jin Young from 101, from, from Produce at least. Where, you know, they just need a lot of guidance. <laughs> they just need a lot of guidance, but they can kind of make it through. Maybe he fills that niche. But I'm not fully, I don't want him in the group necessarily. I just, I can imagine it. I can imagine it happening. And then in the Love Me Right K group, we have, of course, Hui. I'll talk about him later. But Lee Edam, who really reminds me of... Dewi from 101, from Produce 101 Season 2. I don't know, his young energy. Uh, Dewi was one of my faves back then. So he reminds you of that. Even the way he sings, I see a little star potential in him. A little bit of star power. And of course, okay, let's talk about Hui. Because we have to. I told you they're giving him the, maybe he's actually incompetent arc. Where they keep trying to make it seem like he doesn't know or like he's trying too hard, but he just will fail anyway. Okay, so he was competing against Jay as the main vocal in the G group, right? Jay just, yeah, he sings pop. Who is the one who said this? He sings pop. And so it just sounds so good with Love Me Right. And he doesn't, he barely changes the, the notes or whatever. Like he just sings it. It's it's the voice, you know? The voice itself carries it. And so Hui feels like, mm, I gotta gotta push myself there i have to do something different so his ad lib was like a lot higher and was just uh, a different key but it was not clicking the same way you know it's like when you're trying too hard but it doesn't sound so good so the on the day of the actual performance he was kind of sick he was singing with a cold and so when he was trying to do the ad lib it really did not sound great i mean of course he still pulled it off but it was just not resonating the same way it it just didn't sound as good as we know he can make it sound compared to jay who was singing the same part like if you're trying to beat him you're not beating him 
So it's not about going higher or going louder. It's just about sounding good. And at this moment, you don't sound so good. So in the actual performance itself, he decided to just play it safe, sing it as intended. And he sounded good. He sounded like he had a cold, you know? He sounded like, yeah, that's not him at his 100%. Because we know his 100% is insane. But it was more of like him in 80%. And his 80% is still 180% of other of other uh, singers on that show, really. And like he was still performing like it's nothing, doing, you know, tricks with his hand mic, interacting with the other members. Slay. Absolute slayage, you know? It's like they're really trying so hard to make him look incompetent or whatever, or just use him for pity and for drama. I mean, who is getting a bit of a pity edit, right? Coming from an established group, being the producer of you know, songs from the Purdue series and of 101. He's very pitiful, but I actually don't know if I want him to get into the final group. Honestly, honestly. Because I think it's a giant waste of his time. Good thing that he's already out of the military, so it's not like we're working against that clock, but more like two years or so of your life on this. You could be out there making great music, earning big money (laughs) through royalties, or maybe not getting into the group will still bring you and Pentagon some attention, so you could go back to Pentagon, and maybe Pentagon will have their time to shine. But I also, I don't want him to lose... I, I, yeah, it's it's a complex feeling where I don't know if I want him to be in this group. But I definitely, we need to see him till the end. Okay, like he cannot drop out of this early. That that It's not gonna happen. One, it's not gonna happen. And two, I just, I cannot stand seeing it happen. Okay, and so yeah, a trainee that I haven't talked about is Song Hanbin. And okay, another reason why I'm not so into him is because Mnet loves him. Right? I mentioned that. But they're giving him like such an obvious angel edit that it's actually ridiculous. Looking at him talent-wise though, or like his general position or, or niche in the show, he reminds me of Ong Song-woo from Produce 101, season 2 from 101. Where the moment he came in, you saw, okay, idol visuals, all-rounder, better dancer than he is a singer, but like, if he's a main dancer, yeah, he could be a lead vocalist. The difference is that I think Hanbin is carried by his visuals. <laughs> but in terms of like star power, that's that's why I think he's like a watered-down version of Ong Song Woo. Like they fill the same niche. But the thing with Song Woo is that they didn't really have to give him a specific edit. Like, yeah, he's he's funny, he's goofy. So they could have, you know, the funny edit for him. But he was always consistently in groups that did well and had popular members. He was in the Sorry Sorry team with Minyeon and Jonghyun and Kang Daniel and Jaewan. That was the initial Avengers team of that season. And then in the dance position evaluation, he was in the group that was compared to the Bang Bang group from season one. Every year or every season... Producer Mnet has that one dance group that you think like, oh, all the top dancers are in this group. So he was also there. And then in the concept evaluation, he was in the Never group. Once again, with Minyun, Jonghyun, Jaewan, Dewi, Kwanlin, Pakujin. Basically everyone that debuted, except for Jonghyun, Jonghyun didn't debut. But yeah, like he was in a prominent group yet again. Mnet didn't have to try so hard. To, to push him. Because he was popular, he was talented, and he was getting into all the good groups. But I feel like with Hanbin, I don't know why they are pushing this angel edit on him so hard. Like, oh, I was already the center 
of, of the whole signal song because I was at the top of the K group. So, you know, I don't need to try for the center position anymore in the K versus G battle for Love Me Right. Like, yeah, I should give chance to others. And then when they got feedback from other trainees that Yedam wasn't doing it so well as their center, Huey was like, actually, originally, I chose Hanbin for the group because I wanted him to be the center. I imagined him as the center. And then, yeah, the position still went to him. And it's like, he did a good job. Like, that's that's all I can say. Like, yeah, he did a good job. And they're also editing him, always, always comforting other trainees or whatever, as if, like, he's just an angel who comforts everyone. Like, yeah, I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher before, so, yeah, maybe this is me fulfilling that old dream. And then the caption literally says, K-Group Mother Teresa. Come on, Mnet, come on. Once again, I don't hate Hanbin. Not discrediting any of his talent. I just see that Mnet likes him. My theory is that, yeah, he is like the Songwoo of this season, where you kind of know he's gonna, he should be in the group, right? I can't imagine the group without him. But the thing is, Mnet does not have the safety net of, if it all goes to hell, at least we can rig him in, you know? So now they have to actually try harder to manipulate the editing. They have to try so much harder to evil edit some people, to angel edit some people, to give people consistent screen time all throughout the show so that people don't forget them. You know, if we don't do our absolute best in manipulating the viewers, what if the ones we like don't get into the final group? That's why they have to try so hard to angel edit him. But you know, once again, I don't hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. (laughs) I don't hate the guy. But I just, I'm just pointing it out. I'm just pointing out what is there. And in contrast, we have Zhang Hao, right, of the G group, who is also number one in the G group. You know, you can also see him, you know, leading other team members. You can also see him comforting other people or even giving voice lessons to other trainees. Yeah, so you'd say, oh, why aren't you mad that they're angel editing him? Well, he's not getting called, you know, the Mother Teresa. (laughs) He's not called the Mother Teresa of, of G group now, is he, you know? It's not an unnecessary edit of like... Oh yeah, I want to be a kindergarten teacher someday. Maybe this is me fulfilling that. That's completely unnecessary filler information, you know. Why are they putting that? A little nuance in how they're edited. Just just look at it that way. of now okay so after all of this i think tomorrow all the results will be out and i'm sure half of g group will be wiped out completely because of this insane hundred ten thousand point benefit that most of the k group has uh, it sucks but it is what it is who is currently in my top nine? Oh, this is tough this is tough okay so to announce who might be my top Nine? Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> okay, in alphabetical order. Kong, Hui, or Lee Huetek, Jay, which I think, honestly, having Hui and Jay is vocal overkill. <laughs> honestly, a little too much. Maybe I would actually take out Hui, just keep Jay. Like, Hui, get out of there. Get out of there. You don't You don't need to be here. Keita, we need Keita. Lee Dam, love him. Sok Mafiu, please. Song Hanbin, out of obligation. <laughs> Song Hanbin, because we know he's gonna be there anyway. Wang Jihao. And Zhang Hao. Let me count that. That's one, two, three, four, 
five, six. So obviously this isn't gonna happen because six of these are global trainees. So probably Kong is gonna get eliminated someday. Wang Zhihao, I don't think he's gonna make it that far. In my alternates, this Chen Guanlui, but obviously he's not gonna make it that far either. But if we needed a main dancer, uh, I can just imagine him being like the center of some unique dance or something. He's gonna look great. Fine, I guess, if you also can't have him. Han Yujin, honestly, I think has potential. I think he's okay. Or Yoon Jong-woo, I think, is much more stable. Kim Ji-wong is also a popular trainee. He's the one who was a BL actor. He's mid, though. <laughs> he's just like, he's eye candy. But maybe, okay, fine, if we need eye candy, sure. Yeah, I think so far, those are my picks. Those are the ones that I've stood out the most. I'm sure many of them will not be here next week. But eh, hopefully, hopefully, some of my faves will survive. <laughs> Okay, so now that we're finally done talking about Boy's Planet, because that's exhausting to watch, I don't enjoy it. Genuinely, it's actually exhausting to watch it, because like, you have to mentally resist making snap judgments about trainees because you have to think are they editing it in a way to make this person seem bad or they i don't want to fall for their tricks i don't want to be a hater of someone if like i'm just playing right into mnet's games it's exhausting to watch the show and also like the atrocious editing of it the multiple angles the zoom ins the dramatic background music it's exhausting to to watch that show. Now I want to talk about the survival show that I actually want to talk about. The real survival show I'm enjoying. It's peak time. Okay, so the concept of peak time is to give chances to idols. Not just older idols. Maybe some groups that are just a few years old. Or some rookies that still haven't reached their peak. You know, they still need an opportunity to shine. So that's that's the whole concept of the show. And so far, talent-wise, first of all, talent-wise, like, the baseline is so much higher than what's in Boy's Planet. Seriously. And what I love about the show is this editing. It's so straightforward. They're not appealing to you through making things dramatic or... I mean, there are sob stories because a lot of these are, you know, older idols who have been inactive for so long or those who have already disbanded but, you know, still haven't given up on their dreams or people who are so poor, <laughs> their company is so poor that they're working part-time just to sustain their own company, to sustain their own group. Like, Idol Daku is shaking. Idol Daku was... Uh, inspired by all these idols i swear it it's so undramatic it's so undramatic and the talent is great i have a very short thread on my twitter uh, account about this just talking about some of my favorite performances namely the of course the new east performance someone performed yoboseo or hello by new east which was a gorgeous performance really great i loved the group that performed adore you akinda by 17 that group vanner for me is my my one pick on the show i guess they're the ones i'm most rooting for because i think very balanced group i would like to see them succeed there's this duo that performed a JYP song and absolutely killed it. They were so good that the producer Ryan Jun, who is a judge on the show, just outright offered them a song. 
offered to give them a song while he was delivering his comments. So cool, good for them. DGNA, a group from like 2010, they perform Mirotic exactly with the same energy as TVXQ themselves. So great, very second gen vocals. You should watch their performance of Shine by Pentagon, singing it with like second gen intense vibrato. It's so funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Like I commend them, but it's it's funny. It doesn't fit. Doesn't feel right. But they're great. Groups that I just discovered, but are actually like, I don't know why you didn't blow up. Bay 173. When I was watching the perform, I thought, you're pretty much standard of what fourth gen K-pop is like. Why haven't you blown up? But you know, it is what it is. That's just how the K-pop industry is. It's exhausting and it's unfair and everyone's just struggling. Everyone's just struggling to make it through. Peak time reminded me that there are so many idols out there who are trying so hard to survive and they are immensely talented. So talented, but you know, it's just the opportunities or maybe even the music. That's why I personally, I haven't listened to any of the songs of the groups on that show because... You know, what if you didn't make it because the music wasn't good? It it happens, you know, it just doesn't click with the people. Yeah, talent-wise though, immensely talented. Though it's unfair to compare them to the boys' planet trainees because most of them are just trainees. So these are experienced groups. They've at the very least debuted already. So the talent is there. And I'm telling you, it's so much more relaxing. A two-hour episode is not just filled with people fighting and, you know, shady editing and extreme zoom-ins and close-ups and people crying in their confessionals. It's actually filled with their story and their performances and their practice. And the judges are really fun. They're all second-gen idols. So, yay, second-gen! I-, I suggest if you're tired of Boys Planet, if you're tired of Mnet, watch Big Time. <laughs> it's on Vicky. It's so much better. It's so much better. Seriously. Also to add a little bit more about why the editing or the concept or the general atmosphere of peak time is a lot less toxic and overly dramatic, I guess, than than Boys Planet. It's because they're competing as teams. They're not competing as individual trainees. So if you like in Boys Planet, as much as you'd like to think that, you know, they're all working together and doing their best and, you know, it's all just about the talent and the charm and the charisma. Uh, honestly, it's a little bit of a dog-eat-dog world over there. Because, yeah, okay, in the very first performances, they come in together as trainees of a company or they were put together because they were from the same country. Yes, they have to put on a good performance and they have to work together. Yeah, that's a given. But also, at the end of the day, if they find a way to make themselves shine as individuals, they're gonna do that. Because this is an individual competition. In those uh, missions, the first time they're performing in front of an audience, yes, we have to put on a good show, we have to put on a good performance, but at the end of the day, those audience members are going to vote for only one person, only one trainee. If I can find a way to make myself shine and get those votes, I'm going to make myself shine and get those votes. It is what it is. And also, they're like random people who barely know each other and they're thrown together to put on a performance. The chemistry of the group is going to be hit or miss. And that's why groups that seem 
cohesive, right? Groups that, you know, you could say, oh, they could debut just like this. It's not about being the most talented. It's also about having the best teamwork. And it's just, in general, a lot harder to establish that teamwork or have that teamwork immediately when you barely know each other and haven't trained together or haven't experienced a lot of things together. Like, you're in a high-pressure situation. It's hard to expect that kind of immediate uh, synergy and teamwork among those trainees. Meanwhile, in peak time, it's a team competition. They're really going into this together to help their entire team survive. They're not doing this for themselves individually. Also, Boys Planet is a bit of a personality competition, right? Who's the most charismatic, who can attract the most attention. In peak time, I guess their personality game there is through the sob stories, okay? But in general... Everyone has a little bit of a sub story, okay? And instead of making it a competition of who's the saddest, who's the most unfortunate one here, instead, it becomes a very supportive atmosphere where they all know how much each person has suffered, how each team has not achieved the dream that they all share, right? To be successful K-pop idols. And so they just support each other. They cheer each other on. And you're not gonna see the same evil editing, side-eyeing that you would normally see in an Mnet survival show. That's why peak time is just so much healthier, so much more peaceful and relaxing to watch. Because it's really about the performances. It's really about giving these idols a chance to showcase their talents. Because they've always had the talent, they just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, that's it for me today. This was crazy. <laughs> I Actually, guys, no script. Obviously, I, I'm sure you can feel it. No script today. I literally just have like the list of trainees that I remember, uh, the ones I note down after each performance. And like, all from the heart. All from the brain and the heart right now. So, um, <laughs> I'm not continuing Boys Planet, really. I'm just gonna watch the performances and... I don't know. I don't even keep up with people's opinions on things. Like, I don't care. I do not want to be manipulated by Mnet. And I also will not be manipulated by Stan Twitter, okay? <laughs> do whatever you want. But yeah, uh, I would like to remind people that you are being manipulated by Mnet. <laughs> so don't hate. Don't send hate to these trainees or whatever. We are not each other's enemies. The boys are not your enemies. Mnet is our enemy. And that's it for me today. <laughs> I promise to return to regular programming next week. But for now, it's Boys Planet time. <laughs> um, because I'm trying to be the number one peak time promoter here, I put the links to the YouTube channels where you can find the videos there. Really, guys, I think you should watch peak time. Like, if you're tired of Boys Planet, like a lot of people are, it's really not fun to watch. Oh, it's really draining to watch. So yeah, if you're tired of Boys Planet and still want to watch an idol survival show where you root for people, might I suggest Peak Time? 
you can stream it on Viki every Thursday. It releases episodes every Thursday. So, yes, please check it out. I'm begging you guys, join me on the peak time train. Let's free ourselves from the stress of Boys Planet and Mnet editing. And also, before I forget, I started a Discord channel for those who want to talk about K-dramas and other Asian dramas and also, you know, maybe K-pop. Sure, why not? If you want to join, the link is open. It's in the description also. Um, just feel free to drop by because there aren't a lot of people and it's a lot more private than Twitter, which really scares me. It's a scary place out there. So yeah, if you just want to talk about K-dramas, freely and want to meet other people who watch the same things why not join the discord channel yeah that's it for me today thank you so much for listening and i will see you soon thanks for tuning in feel free to leave a comment like subscribe follow and tell me what you thought about today's episode see you soon